Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, this is Peter Jones, Charter Surveyor, Author, and Property Investor, and this is the Progressive Property Podcast. Now, I don't know whether you've seen, but recently I've been putting a fair number of videos up on Facebook, uh, all about different property strategies and how to find deals so that you can actually undertake and implement those particular property strategies. So I thought it'd be a good idea to try and collate a lot of this information all in one place, because much as I love Facebook, and I'm sure that you love Facebook too, but one of the things which I have noticed is that it's very hit and miss as to whether anybody or everybody actually gets to see any posts that you put up on Facebook. And nowadays, because Facebook is becoming quite commercial, it seems that you've probably got to boost your posts and pay for your boosted posts, all this kind of stuff, just to make sure that you get a reasonable number of people seeing the posts. So I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get all of the audio of those videos and I'll put it up on the podcast because it's good, useful information. and Hopefully, we'll all be able to benefit from it. So in this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to scrape all of the audio relating to how to find deals through estate agents, which is something which many of us have done. And if we're just starting out, it's something which many of us will do. And it's a bread and butter thing. But it's one of those things which some of us get a little bit nervous about. Some of us maybe get a bit overconfident about. And there's ways and means of doing this and things that we need to think about when we're dealing with estate agents. So I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to bring the audio in. You can have a listen. And then I'll come back to you when it's finished. So see you in a minute. So a question I'm often asked is, Peter, how do I find deals? And before we even start to think about where we're going to find our deals, there is something which comes first, which is we really do need to decide what it is that we're trying to achieve in property. When we know what it is we're trying to achieve in property, we can then think about the best strategy to help us to achieve whatever it is we want to achieve. And when we know which strategy we're trying to follow in property, we can then start to think about the best way to find deals. But let's start at a very basic level and think about buy-to-let and vanilla buy-to-let. Where's the best place to find buy-to-let deals? Well, I would argue that the best place to find those type of deals is going to be at the estate agent's office. Now, sometimes when I say this to people, they look at me with surprise, if not horror. You can't be serious. Surely all the best deals which come into the estate agent's office, you're never going to get your hands on. Surely the estate agent is going to keep all the best deals back and give them to their preferred buyers. They're always going to be in their bottom drawer. Well, I'm not sure that that is really true, but even if it were true, just think of it this way. Just because another investor wants a particular type of property doesn't necessarily mean it's the type of property or the type of deal that you're looking at. There's this presumption that there's only one type of a deal and that the estate agent's going to recognize what that is. That is not true. It could be, for example, that your strategy is buy and hold to rent the properties out. Whereas it could be perhaps that uh, the other investor who the estate agent has in mind when they hold the deals back is looking for properties which they can flip. You might be looking for properties in a lower value area which are great for renting out. The other investor may be looking for refurb opportunities in a much better area because they then know that they can sell on to a loan occupier. So I think there's a lot of confusion around this concept of estate agents holding deals back. It doesn't really matter. The reality is that there are enough deals in the estate agent's offices in your local area, in your investment area, 
for you to be able to find all the deals that you want for your particular strategy. So definitely consider estate agents. Now, as I say, sometimes people look at me with surprise when I say that because their other perception is, well, if it's through an estate agent, it's not going to be a very good deal. It's not going to be a very creative deal. Perhaps they're thinking, if it's through an estate agent, will I be able to negotiate hard and buy a property below market value? The answer to all of those is yes, absolutely, because at the stage where the property comes in to the estate agent's office, the estate agent maybe doesn't know what the deal is to be done, and you don't know what the deal is to be done. The key thing which we all need to do, though, is to make sure that we put in the time and the effort to go through the deals in our local area, which are registered with the estate agent, to try and discern what type of deal there is to be done. So, for example, ultimately, in my humble opinion, most deals actually come down to the motivation of the seller. And it may be that the estate agent knows the motivation of the seller. If the seller has said to the estate agent, I need a really quick sale, then the estate agent will know that. But nine times out of 10, the estate agent is just taking an instruction from a vendor and they don't necessarily know the history behind the property anyway, which is why as investors, we earn our money because we're prepared to do the digging and the groundwork and donkey work and the due diligence and the research to find out what's going on so that we can ascertain whether there's a deal to be done or not. So when I say go to the estate agents, I'm not talking about, for example, just going down to the local estate agent's office, looking in the window, seeing a property which looks nice, perhaps viewing the property and then offering 5% below asking price. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about going into the estate agents with a very particular plan of action, which will enable you to find those deals and then acting upon that plan of action. Now, one of the big stumbling blocks, I think, of going to an estate agent to find deals is if you walk in and say, I'm an investor, they're probably just going to roll their eyes because they've probably had 10 people who consider themselves to be investors going in that morning and you're the 11th. And quite frankly, most people who go in saying that they are investors and they're looking for deals don't really know what they're talking about. So I think there's certain things that we can do to prepare ourselves before we go into the estate agent's office, which are going to give us a much greater chance of the estate agent taking us seriously and persuading the estate agent to try us out by sending us a few deals. First and foremost, I think, is being absolutely clear on what it is you want to buy and why you want to buy it. I know when I first started, and when I first started trawling around estate agent's offices, the big stumbling block was I wasn't entirely clear what I was looking for. I wasn't entirely sure why I was looking for a particular type of property. I wasn't particularly sure why I was looking in a particular area. So I think it sounds very obvious, but many, many people miss this point. Be absolutely clear what it is that you're looking for. Now, I've been asked before, can you go into an estate agent and ask for different types of properties for different types of strategies? Well, yes, I think you can. Would you do that on your first visit? Not necessarily. Because what are we trying to do when we go into the estate agent's office? Well, first and foremost, what we want to do on our very first visit is we want to start building rapport with the estate agent, but we want to be able to persuade the estate agent. And by that, I don't necessarily mean arguing with them. It's more about our actions. It's more about our attitude. But by our presence, if you like, we can show the estate agent that we're serious, that we mean business, that we know what we're talking about. So... 
If I was going to go in looking for buy-to-let properties, for example, I'd want to know exactly the area of town that I want to buy my buy-to-lets in. I'd, now, what, how would I ascertain that before I go to the estate agents? Well, very often it comes from talking to letting agents. And I think, again, this is perhaps a, a fundamental misunderstanding which many new and beginner investors make. They think that the best place to start is the estate agents. I'd argue that, that that is the second best place to start. Start with the letting agents. Go to all of the letting agents in your target area and start talking to them. Find out what it is that tenants actually want to rent. And then you can hone it down by actually asking them, well, whereabouts is it that the tenants are actually looking to rent? So they may tell you the type of property. Start asking them where you're going to find that type of property. Then when you go to the estate agent's office, you can start talking to the estate agents in detail about the type of property that you're looking for. That is going to make a massive difference because the alternative is just to walk into the estate agent's office and say, look, I'm an investor. You're the 11th of the day. They roll their eyes. What is it you're looking for? Well, I'm just looking for something to rent out. Where? Well, I'm not sure yet. Anywhere will do at the right sort of price. I'm interested in anything. It's too vague. It's too fluffy. It doesn't mean anything. If you can go in and be very specific and say, look, I'm looking for this type of property in this area, then you're going to be taken seriously. So that would be my first top tip of how to find deals in the estate agents. A legitimate question which I'm often asked is, how does one actually talk to an estate agent and find properties if you're pursuing multiple strategies? And that is a great question because it could be, for example, that you're looking for properties to flip and it could be that you're looking for properties to buy to let. And if we go back to a very basic level, both of those types of properties are probably going to be completely different. The buy-to-lets are probably going to be in slightly cheaper areas, which are good for renting out. Flip properties, because we want to sell them on, we're probably going to want to sell them on to owner-occupiers. They're probably going to be higher quality properties than our rental properties. But we want to be able to go into the estate agents with confidence and not confuse them and not make them think that we're time wasters by making them think that we're not quite sure what we want to do and we're just sort of following every strategy there is and we're just going to be a complete waste of time. So I would suggest probably the best thing to do is to just introduce the different strategies sequentially, not go in and just try and introduce yourself to the estate agent and tell them that you're following three strategies all at one time and then expect them to send you details. I would pick one strategy and for the first few weeks or maybe even the first month or two, concentrate on finding properties which fit that strategy. As time goes by, you can then start introducing that you're also looking for other types of property. Now, don't forget, you're not going to be talking to just one estate agent. You're going to be talking to hopefully all of the estate agents in your target area. Now, the reality is that a lot of them, once you walk through the door, even though they might want you to convince them that you're very specific and niche and you know what you're talking about, the reality is that they're going to chance their arm by testing you out. Every so often, they're just going to send you basically everything that they get. So every new instruction which comes through the door, they're going to send you details of. So you may find that the reality is that you end up looking at properties which suit different strategies anyway, and they're not actually the properties which you've asked for. So that's all well and good. But taking it further, what do, how do we carry on with this? Well, you've got to get to know the estate agent. You need to get to the point where you've got rapport with the estate agent, where you can pick up the phone and just have a chat with them. And whereas you might not be best buds, you're going to be good acquaintances. How do we do that? 
Well, it's about spending time with them. And I would always suggest that when you're beginning to investigate an area or when you're first starting out, you must, must, must go into the estate agent's office and you must physically sit at their desk. They must be able to see you. Now, if you're, I don't know, located overseas and you can't do that, then ringing up on the telephone might be the next best thing, but it's not as good. You need to get into the office. You need to actually sit down with them and build rapport. And if your investment area is local to you, then you want to go and see the estate agents as often as you can. If you're developing in an investment area which is away from home, then you might not be able to go in regularly. And by regularly, I'm talking about maybe once a week. You may not be able to do that, but if you can't go in once a week, you can at least go in perhaps once a month and the other three weeks of the month, you can then ring. But you certainly want to keep in their mind space and you want to be ringing them and asking them if something new has come in. Why do you want to keep ringing them and asking them if something new has come into the office? Not to irritate them. And by the way, are they going to get irritated? Well, they're not, because if you're showing that you're keen, they're going to see you as being a potential sale, which after all is what they're after. They're there to sell properties. If they can sell them to somebody who's keen, then it makes their life so much easier anyway. So again, I think for new and beginner investors, we have this perception that we're being a bit of a nuisance. You're not being a nuisance. You're just showing them that you're serious and committed. And that's what they want. They want somebody who's serious and committed. So definitely be in contact with them as much as you can. Now, I know that there are investors who are highly successful who do things like take them cakes, who take them in a cup of coffee, all that kind of stuff. Personally, that's not my style because I'm a bit shy, believe it or not. But I know that some people do it and it really works well for them. If I knew the estate agent pretty well, I would probably do that at some stage. I wouldn't do it on day one, though, because I wouldn't know what sort of cakes they actually like. But perhaps if I've been to see them for a couple of months, I might start doing that kind of thing. That's got to be a good thing to do. I know of other investors who, when they buy a property through an estate agent, will give them perhaps a bottle of champagne as a thank you. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about trying to bribe the estate agent. You're not going to bribe them with a donut anyway. And I'm certainly not talking about brown envelopes full of money. That is illegal. It's fraud. It's all the kind of stuff you do not want to do. But a kindness can go a long way. Just showing somebody a little bit of appreciation, either before you do a deal or after you do a deal or both, that can be a great thing to do. It's all about being in their mind space. Of course, when they ring up and they invite you to do a viewing, you must do the viewing. Even if the property isn't quite what you're after, I'd go anyway. Why? Because it gives you a chance to talk to the estate agent. It gives you a chance to learn. It gives you a chance to look at a property in your investment area and to get an idea of our news and to see what that particular type of property is selling for and how it compares with properties in the next street. And one thing which I've found so many times over and over is that whenever I've been to inspect a property or view a property with an estate agent, even if that property hasn't been right for me, actually being at the premises, actually being able to eyeball the estate agent and have a chat with them on the doorstep and explain to them exactly what I'm looking for again. I mean, obviously you'll have told them in the office, but when you're out there again, they'll so often say something like, well, we've got one which is just coming on around the corner. Would you like to go and see it? I think I've got the keys in the car. That happens so often. Or it may be that actually as you're arriving at the viewing or going away from the viewing, you just happen to notice a board with another agent, which perhaps you haven't spotted before. And you make an appointment and that turns out to be the property, which is ideal. That happens all the time. There's just so many good reasons for getting out and about and actually viewing properties, even if they're not quite right. 
The thing which the estate agent's going to love about you, though, if you go and do a viewing, even if the property doesn't quite suit you, is that it looks good for the agent. They can tell their client that they're doing viewings. They can say that they've got interest in the property. And you're just making the estate agent's life so much easier that you'll become one of their preferred buyers in time because you're just doing the kind of stuff they want you to do. Now, one thing which I would definitely recommend, in fact, I get on my high horse about this, is that you have to go and physically be present in the estate agent's office. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, you want to go at least weekly. If you can't go weekly, then you want to go at least month, fortnightly or, or monthly. And the weeks that you can't go and see the estate agent, you need to be ringing. And you probably need to be ringing more than just once a week anyway, because you want to be in their mind space. What's going to happen when you start talking to the estate agent? Well, you're going to get to know them. They're going to get to know you. And you need to be doing this with every estate agent on your investment patch. Because the reality is you're going to gel with some and you're not going to gel with others. So say, for example, there's a dozen estate agents offices in your investment area. You may find that after time, the, the number of um, property details coming to you is going to dwindle and you may end up only dealing with three or four different estate agents because they're the ones who particularly understand what you're trying to do or the ones that you particularly gel with. So it's a numbers game. Go and see as many as you can. Start trying to develop a relationship with as many as you can because inevitably you're probably not going to be able to sustain it with all of them. But the ones that you do sustain it with, they're going to be the ones who you gel with. They're the ones who are going to send you the deals. Now, it's very, very important to do this. I meet so many would-be investors who don't get anywhere. And when I say to them, what have you been doing? I'll say, well, for six months, I've been trying really hard, Peter. I've been trying hard for six months. What does that mean? Well, I get up every morning at eight, you know, I get up really early at six o'clock or whatever, and I go on to right move every morning before I go to work, but I still haven't found any deals. And I say, well, have you actually been to the estate agents? And they say, no, no, but I've been through right move. That isn't enough. You're not going to build a relationship with estate agents just by sitting at your kitchen table on your laptop going through right move. Right move is a fantastic tool, but property is still essentially a people-to-people -people business. And if you want to be successful in property, you have to meet people. And in this context, we're talking about meeting the estate agent. So don't just rely upon going through all the internet resources, brilliant though they are, use them to supplement what you're doing, use them to start informing yourself and learning your area and keeping a, an eye of what's, on what's happening in, in your area. But don't just rely on that. You must go and see people. For the same reason, I would advise that you don't just shoot an email off. Email, uh, right move will allow you the facility to be able to send a message to all the agents in your investment area. I wouldn't do that because it's just yet another message. They may or may not see it. So they may or may not respond to it. There's no urgency. But if you're actually sat at their desk asking for details, explaining clearly what it is that you're after, you will begin to get deals. So there we are, that's finding deals through estate agents. Just one thing which I'll add to that actually, which I didn't cover in the videos and so it's not in the audio there, is that one of the things which can be quite frustrating from time to time is that particularly when you're dealing with the larger chains of estate agents, they tend to move their staff around on a regular basis. So you can invest quite a lot of time over a few months, perhaps, getting to know particular members of staff in a branch and then one day they've gone, they've disappeared, they've been replaced by somebody else who's a complete stranger, and you have to start again. But it's just part and parcel of the business, it's just the way that it works. So 
Not much we can do about that. The plus side is, of course, you now have contacts in another branch in another area. So you could go and investigate that area and see if it's worth investing there. Or if you look at it this way, and everything usually does have an upside or a downside, as our very own Mr. Moore would say, what you could see as being a benefit in this is perhaps if you were struggling to build rapport with a particular estate agent, you know that in a few months they're probably going to be moved anyway, and you might have better luck with whoever replaces them. So it's always worth plugging away. Keep on going. Don't let these changes and these things become a setback. It's just the way that we do business and you get used to it. So hopefully you've enjoyed that. Hopefully you'll find that helpful. Going to estate agents is a pretty basic thing, but a lot of us make a mess of it. So I hope you'll be able to use those tips and it'll help you to progress your property journey. If you want to know more about me, Peter Jones, you can come to my website, www.thepropertyteacher.co.uk. You'll find my blog, you'll find resources, you know the score. Come over and have a look. Come and say hello to me there. Otherwise, keep tuning into the Progressive Property Podcast. If you have time, it'd be great if you put up some kind of a review, preferably a nice one. But, you know, if you hate it, let us know why. Hopefully you don't. Most people I've met have told me that they really enjoy the podcast which is really encouraging, by the way, because obviously I'm sat on my own recording this. I can't see how you're reacting. I don't get any feedback other than what you tell me when I meet people at the various courses. So thank you for all of your kind words. But go and put a review up. That would be really, really helpful and very kind of you. So until next time, here's to successful property investing. <laughs>